Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What up everyone, thanks for downloading the latest episode of the Membership Guys podcast, the show for proven practical tips and advice for running a successful membership website. This is episode 60 and it's a very special episode. It is the one year anniversary of Member Site Academy. Well, you've just spoiled it there because I was <laughs> going to say to celebrate that we are joined by a very special guest in all senses of the word, my partner in crime, the better half of the membership guys. Uh, I have to say that because she's looking at me funny. The one and only Miss Callie Willows. Hey, guys. Yeah, we have allowed her on the show once Third again. time now. What's going on? I know. You were on episode 50. So I think the first appearance was maybe episode 32, 33. 42. It wasn't, was it? I think so. Wow. So, yeah, you're kind of, you're trying to carve your way in as a regular guest here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I thought, what better way to talk about the anniversary of Member Site Academy than to bring Callie on and have a little bit of a chat about the past 12 months. A lot of our audience, a lot of our members, listeners, blog readers, they not only like to kind of consume the information we put out about membership sites, but also to model and to look and to see how we're doing things with our own membership. So every now and then we like to pull back the curtain a little bit and uh, share our perspective as membership site owners ourselves. So that's what we're going to do for this episode. One year ago today, as when... This is crazy. Yeah, that is nuts, isn't it? So yeah, this podcast will be going out on the 31st of August. So exactly one year ago, we opened the door to our challenge, our email challenge subscribers. Uh, in the build-up to the launch, we did a 30-day membership challenge. And so for the people who enrolled on that, what we did is we opened the door one day early before it was opened up to the public. So yeah, this day was crazy, wasn't it? It was the final day before the doors opened to everybody. We had to, uh, we were still kind of scrambling to get a few things ready, a few things that we'd had some problems, hadn't we? We had, yeah, but we'd actually opened to our wait list a couple of days yeah, earlier, if you remember. So we opened to them as part of them being on the wait list on the 28th. Yeah, um, so we'd, we'd been easing into it, but the big day was uh, was on the 1st. Actually, if you if you want to hear a bit more about that particular period of time, how we approached our launch, uh, some of the challenges that we had and overcame, then check out episodes 9 to episode 11. That's a three-part podcast series that I recorded just days after we opened the doors to Membersite Academy. So yeah, be sure to listen back to those episodes for a bit of insight into our launch. But what we want to talk about today is Membersite Academy, 12 months on. It's a little tricky because obviously we've been doing this for such a long time and we've been so heavily involved with countless membership sites that whenever anyone asks us about lessons learned from our own site, it's pretty difficult because, and this isn't just blowing our own trumpet, we kind of know most of this stuff anyway. It's kind of what we do. So it's less a case of lessons learned and more a case of looking at some things that perhaps have surprised us a little bit, some things that we've changed, stuff that's worked and hasn't worked. And uh, we're going to talk about that on today's episode. So 12 months, what surprised you, Callie, over the past year? of the academy maybe you weren't expecting or things have gone a little differently from how you thought they would well i think the most surprising for 
thing for me, if I'm being totally honest, is actually how quickly the academy's grown. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't expecting to go from zero to a six-figure membership site in our first year. And that's not because we haven't seen clients do it. We have, but because... <laughs> We've seen them do seven figures yeah. in that three years. <laughs> yeah, so we know that that kind of growth is more than possible but because we've spent the last few years focusing on client work, we haven't really focused on building a list at all. So, you know, you'll probably hear this if you go back to listen to those launch podcasts. You know, we launched the Academy with a list of less than 500. Yeah. So, you know, to have gone from that to a six-figure membership site in 12 months is pretty impressive. Yeah, and, and to actually to point out, we, we launched with a, li- a list of under 500 but that list itself was built in two or three months yeah yeah we only started list building i think in the june and we end of june beginning of july 2015 yeah, which isn't what we recommend people do no. but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think again that's coming back to the fact that when we opened the doors to this you know we didn't have uh, friends in high places who were well connected who could spread the word for us we didn't have armies of affiliates we we were starting completely from scratch we were doing this for years just working one-on-one with clients and not really putting our flag in the sand saying that you know we were membership experts or sharing our expertise publicly so we only started doing that a few months before we opened the academy and we like we said, we didn't have that support system that I think a lot of people do when they bring out a product. So the growth within the academy, certainly we had an idea of where we want to be and, you know, the sort of rate of growth that we wanted. So, you know, by no means were we expecting to kind of hit 100 members and then not grow beyond that. But the speed with which we actually started uh, passing those milestones and those targets that we set for ourselves. And I think as well, a big thing for us in going from client work, one of our big goals was to be able to move away from working with clients one-on-one and focus entirely on the membership. And that's not something we expected to even be discussing until around about this point in time. And we actually got that point a lot quicker. Financially, we could have actually done it four or five months ago. As it happens, there's still one client who we've been involved with where we've been heavily entrenched in the day-to-day of that site. So we're now at the point where we're wrapping things up with that client and we'll be 100% focused on Member Site Academy. And again, that's something that I don't think either of us really could foresee as being a place that would actually be at after just 12 months. I think we were probably looking at that as a year two goal rather than, you know, the culmination of that first year. And as you said, the fact that we actually hit a level where we didn't need to take on new clients financially, actually about four months into the membership. Yeah, that was Christmas, wasn't it? Just before Christmas, we stopped taking on any new client work whatsoever. Yeah, so that really took the pressure off in terms of allowing us to free up more time to work just on the academy and put into place some changes to the academy or some new features of the academy that we were we were planning on doing much later on. Definitely. So, yeah, that uh, I think for both of us have been a big surprise. Not the fact that the academy grew. You know, we knew we were being committed to just creating great content, creating a great member experience to solving the problems of our audience so we knew that the academy would grow and we knew that you know we would stand out on quality alone but i don't think we expected it as quickly i think we thought it may be a little bit more of a slow burn and there's been a couple of instances i think where we thought things would slow down we both thought it would slow down when we increased the prices um you know because 
common logic. You pop the price up and you may drop a few members or your growth rate might slow a little bit. Actually, it shot up. Um, yeah, we've, we've actually we've actually been getting more new members a month since the price went up, which is a, a nice place to be. Exactly. And I think it's because actually the value offered still far outweighs the, the price of it. And for me, one of the things that I've found most interesting about it is that we haven't been going all out on our marketing at all. No. We've, we've actually barely scratched the surface of what we want to do from a marketing point of view. You know, we don't really use Facebook ads. We've only just started doing webinars. We've, we've, you know, most of our members come from our blog and our podcast as opposed to us doing paid traffic or any big marketing tactics. Yeah. So um, we've kind of dipped our toe in the water with certain things. And a big part of that, I think, is because probably the most consistent thing across all the projects we've been involved with is that what works for one site won't work for another. Anybody who tells you they've got a secret formula or the secret source or a particular pattern or way of doing things that will work for every membership, they're full of it. We know from working with several multi-seven-finger membership, seven-finger? Seven fingers. <laughs> Well, hopefully, all of our all, all of our clients will have at least seven fingers. <laughs> hopefully, they'll have you know a couple more than that. Um, <laughs> from working with multiple seven figure membership sites, what works for one just doesn't always work for the other. There is no one size fits all approach, and so even with the experience that we have on small scale and on large scale, a lot of the stuff that we have been trying out. We've been testing, we've been dipping our toe in the water, and we've been seeing what works for our particular market and our particular product. And what's really working is content marketing, putting out regular, consistent, quality content through our blog, through our podcast, and that's where most of our members are coming from and that's what's helping us to become established and also to set us apart from you know those guys that rock up every now and then with a lot of hype and very little value being offered that's what helps set us apart and that's what we feel is going to keep us growing and keep our visibility rising within the market for years and years to come so that growth being a big big surprise the speed of it but the actual growth itself hasn't necessarily been surprised we knew that this was uh going we know we're good stuff yeah we know that we do good stuff we have a lot of confidence a lot of faith in uh, the work that we're doing and that's reflected from our members as well um switching to kind of a, a different theme in terms of the stuff that surprised me uh the main thing is actually the impact of how accessible we make ourselves. So we knew from day one that we wanted to be perhaps a little more accessible than most people are within their membership. First of all, there's there's two of us. We come at things from different angles. We have different skill sets, different experiences. So we wanted to avoid that situation that you sometimes see where there's two or three individuals involved in a membership, but you only ever see one of them. We want to avoid that. We want to make sure we were both accessible and um, knowing the challenges and knowing the problems that our members had, we felt that that was very important for us to actually show up and be a part of our community. It, it does always make me laugh when you get those memberships that are based around a particular person's expertise or authority and they just don't show up. They don't want to take part in their own membership. And you know, if you don't want to be a part of your own membership, why the hell should anybody else? So we wanted to be accessible. We wanted to be present. We wanted to follow what I consider rule number one of a membership, show up and give a shit. 
we wanted to make sure we were there for our members and we kind of prepared ourselves for that dominating a large part of our day-to-day. And we get so many comments from our community and from our members about how accessible we are. And you know, I think it almost intimidates people to a degree because they're worried that logistically they just can't be that accessible. But I actually think we possibly get a little more credit <laughs> that, than is deserved because while we are accessible like a lot, we're not chained to our desks answering emails and messages. Yeah, I, I don't feel it like it doesn't it's... really have an impact, does it? No, I don't. I think you know, I I love jumping into the forum. I love answering people's questions. I love responding quickly to people and getting to know our members. But I I definitely don't feel like it's a chore or something where I'm feeling like. I need to be at my computer all the time and checking my emails all the time. No, and you know, we'll we'll obviously we've got various different channels for members to communicate with us, as well as our forum and we have our Facebook group. But it just kind of slots in around the day. You know, often we'll be kicking back watching a movie or watching a TV series uh, on in an evening, and I'll check my phone, see that we've had a message through our uh, through Intercom, which is our in-app messaging thing, and I'll just tap out reply, hit reply, and go back to watching the movie without giving it a second thought. So to us, actually being accessible isn't really taken at all but to our members they're kind of getting that feeling that we're on it and we're ever present whenever they need us with a quick reply and a personal reply to them but for us it's so low impact that we do have to chuckle anytime you know somebody says to us how are you guys around so much how are you guys so accessible so we just totally embraced it as part of our lives and it doesn't actually even feel like work um, or it doesn't feel like it makes any impact on us whatsoever when we get messages popping up from our members. Yeah, and it probably helps that we are complete geeks. Yeah. So <laughs> so we usually are, you know... We're online anyway, yeah, aren't we? so we're usually online anyway. We're both used to being part of online communities, although I do have to say that it's actually surprised me how much I love getting to know our members yeah. and, and actually how I, I actually miss it when I'm away from the community That's a few hours and I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, because we're, we're part of their journeys and, you know, we have a, a vested interest in how they're doing and we form an attachment to to them on a personal level, to actually watching them succeed. So when they're getting wins, we feel that as well. And that might sound a little contrived or might sound a little cheesy, but honestly, some of the best highlights, the biggest highlights of running Memberside Academy has been seeing what other people are doing and has been watching their journeys and seeing people overcoming challenges and knowing that we're just a little part of that. So yeah, for me, the big surprise is that making ourselves as accessible as we are hasn't turned into something that is even close to dominating our lives. And I think a big part of the secret of that is actually when you make yourself accessible and when you open up channels of communication and you encourage your members to get in touch with you, you don't actually get a massive volume of people doing that because they know they can reach you whenever they want so they don't feel that urgency to try and you know get some of your time because you're making it freely available so you know we don't actually get inundated with messages or emails you know we channel some of the uh, inquiries that we get to the right place if we think it's something that should be posted publicly on the forum or if we think it's something that you know might benefit from um, submitting a request for one-on-one feedback which we offer as part of the membership but you know we don't get 
a huge amount of stuff. And as Callie says, we're huge geeks anyway. So when a message comes in at 11 o'clock at night through our in-app messaging thing, we're probably on Facebook or we're probably reading Game of Thrones spoilers or, you know, <laughs> something like that. So it's not even something that shows up on our radar in terms of, oh my God, this is work. This is a chore. This is a slog. So that's been a big surprise for me. I actually thought we, we might get to a point where, you know, it, it, we were kind of encumbered by how accessible we made ourselves and it's just yeah, it's one of the things i enjoy the most and actually yeah. that brings me to a, another quick surprise which is actually for me i was i'm surprised how much i've gotten to enjoy our live events mm. so our live trainings our live masterminds in particular because yeah. i'm not a natural presenter like mike is and you know i'm a natural presenter with this accent you know it doesn't come naturally to me and i you know i still get nervous before our live calls and things but the mastermind sessions in particular yeah she's she's like she's got the shakes right now (laughs) she's like sweating buckets she's bitten off all of her fingernails Yeah, but but our live mastermind calls in particular where our members get online and they ask us their questions, then I absolutely love that aspect of well, things much more than I expected. That's to. one of the things that was one of the earliest changes we made, wasn't it, with the academy? And that kind of brings us on to um, a little segue I wanted to look at is some of the, the main things we've changed since we started the academy. And our mastermind calls were pretty early on. We figured out the format we had for them. Just wasn't doing it for us and I don't want to say it wasn't doing it for our members, but the the initial approach is how we did it. We had um, a format whereby every month on our mastermind calls, we had a segment looking at like one specific topic in the area of, of member acquisition. We had a segment where we talked about member retention, a segment where we talked about something tech-related. So this was to kind of balance out with It was with kind our, of a what's working now kind, kind of Kind of, yeah. And we sort of, um, this was to balance out with our regular live training sessions, which are more traditional webinars, like deep diving into one topic. And I think kind of, part of the problem was me because... Like, I don't really do brief discussion, <laughs> discussions of, putting it of topics. Yeah, I don't. So what was kind of happening is almost like we were trying to cram three or four live webinars, so traditional webinars, into one mastermind call. And um, they they got quite lengthy. I think we had a couple that went over two hours. So, um, yeah, they got – they just weren't doing it for us either, I think, because it was – it kind of felt a little bit like we were doing the same thing, like we were just doing a lot of talking and not a lot of interacting on the mastermind calls. So we totally switched that up, didn't we? Yeah, and I, I think part of that was to do with as the membership grew yeah. quicker than we expected, then we had more members on the call, so turning it into more of a live Q&A format yeah. made a lot more sense, and we have members that come onto those calls and ask questions that won't necessarily hop into the forum yeah. and ask we were questions. Because we were trying to bolt that onto... Yeah. <laughs> so we were kind of doing like three mini-seminars plus a Q&A session, um, like an open Q&A session on anything. And it was just a bit too much. But I think the way we do it now, it's very much more about the members. It's about the community. You know, we we look at what's happening happened within the academy over the past month. So we catch people up. We celebrate, and this is one of my favorite parts, but actually we talk about some of the wins that our members have had. So it's about them. You know, we're, we're celebrating 
someone launching their membership or you know getting an influx of members or even just overcoming a technical challenge or a technical problem they've had you know being able to actually uh, get everybody congratulating each other and and having a nice little back patting session so that we all feel good about the progress that we've been making over the month love that the q a's we love i mean we get so many questions in um pre-submitted and live and, and our members like to challenge us as well. <laughs> they do, they do. We we have a couple of members who I think are almost out to not trip us up, but they're kind of almost competing to give us like the most complex, difficult questions to answer. And hopefully we're rising to the challenge. But yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite changes I think we've made because that actually provides such great balance. It's a good way of getting to know the personalities of our members and to to expose them to our personalities as well. You know, you can only inject so much of yourself into a live training session where actually getting the the message across and educating is your key priority. With these mastermind calls, just listening to our audience getting their feedback, seeing how they interact with our stuff and being willing to change stuff like that uh, has, uh, for me, I think definitely made a big improvement to that part of what we're doing. Um, I'm not sure, have, have there been any other like big changes we've made in the academy? The roadmap. The roadmap, yeah. So Although, that's not so much a change as a, a new feature. Yeah. But that's yeah. one of my, my favourite additions. And, and it's something mm. we always knew we were going to add. So for those of you who aren't aware, we added a membership roadmap, which is essentially a step-by-step guide to everything you need to do, yeah. whatever stage you're at in the membership process. So whether it's planning, creating, launching, growing, we take you step-by-step through what you need to do and highlight the different trainings we have available for yeah, each so, step. So that helps you kind of navigate your way around the courses and, and the live training sessions we've done. So you're focusing on the right thing at the right time to get you to that next step. And the good thing with that as well is the fact that if you're just at the idea stage or if you're someone who's had a membership up and running for 10 years and you're obviously more focused on growing and scaling, you just come in and you just jump into the roadmap wherever you currently are and then go from there. Um, so I, I mean, that was a labour of love. It that, really wasn't it? was, yeah. And um, you know, and I think it. We always knew we were going to have something like that because we knew that once our amount of content got to a certain point, then we were going to run the risk of members getting overwhelmed with yeah. the amount of choice. And so we knew that we were going to have this kind of roadmap feature. But I think what it actually turned into was so much bigger than certainly I initially expected it mm. to be. And that's in a good way. And I think that's bigger in terms of impact as well yeah. and, and usefulness. And it's something, you know, it's something we kind of innovated within a couple of uh, a couple of projects we've been involved in as a way of getting people on track with their education and focusing their attention because you know, one of the worst things that can happen is you join a membership and you don't know where to start. There's too much content. There's too many options and none of it has any context and none of it is designed to guide you through the stuff you should be focusing on right now, the stuff you should focus on after that, then after that and after that. So the roadmap, I think, like Kali said, it's something we, we knew was going to come into place very early on. We knew that, but again, some of that was um, not wanting to be buried in code for another six to 12 months before we open the door to the academy because, again, there's an opportunity cost to trying to do everything before you launch your membership. But then also, had we had that in place, I think, from day one, there wouldn't have been enough 
Yeah, we needed to have created a certain amount yeah. of specific content first before the roadmap And it's not just sense. that as well. You know, I think it's easy to forget that with your membership, your your members themselves, they're the best focus group you're ever going to get. They're going to tell you what they need. They're going to give you ideas you haven't thought of. No matter how much expertise you have, you're going to learn from how people are actually interacting with your membership, with your content in real time. So... I think, when did we put the roadmap in? The roadmap was... It was June, I think, or maybe May. I think it was May. So the roadmap went live around about May, and the impact that that's had, the feedback that we're getting, has just been fantastic. So, you know, finding that way of actually guiding people through your content rather than just letting your content build up and build up with no real rhyme or reason, that's... Obviously, something that anyone could do within their membership, and that's probably been one of the most significant changes we've made in the past year. Yeah, and can I just sneak another surprise in here? Go for it. Um, yeah, I've, I'm actually thinking about this, really surprised about how much our members want to emulate what we're doing and yeah. how they take what we're doing as a kind of guideline for what they should create in their own site. And you know, thinking about it, that's kind of natural. If you're in a site which is teaching what you're wanting to do, then it's natural to kind of want to maybe take your cues from them. But I'm very surprised how many people kind of ask us, how can we create our site like yours? How can we create a roadmap like yours? How can we do this? And that's been a pleasant surprise to me. Um, But it does make me feel a bit of pressure in terms of for once in my life, I'm a bit of a role model. (laughs) No, no, don't say that. (laughs) Honestly, no, I think that's uh, that's right as well. It's remembering, you know, we are in kind of that unique situation where it's a membership site about membership sites. And so if you're going to do that and that's what you're going to be, then you need to set the bar very, very high. We do have to kind of keep reminding our members from time to time that you don't necessarily have to live up to the kind of standard that we set with our own membership because for a start, if you're sending a membership about um, dog training or about knitting patterns or teaching people to play piano, you're not going to be under as much scrutiny for how your membership site looks, how it's structured, how it functions and all of that. You're not going to be under the same amount of scrutiny as we are for ours. So your members will be a lot happier with a lot less in terms of the fancy bells and whistles. So, you know, that's something that we, again, we have to balance it's it's definitely gratifying kind of knowing just how much members try and model and emulate some of the things we do and hopefully um they they pick up on the positive stuff and not any bad habits that we may or may not have um speak for yourself yeah yeah so um yeah that again we we kind of knew that would be a case but we found quite early on actually that that was possibly in terms of our content something we'd uh, underestimated just how much people want to know yeah, and, and that's that's well, that, kind of where memberoni came from yeah memberoni which is a, a, a wordpress theme that is inspired by our own design you know that came that wasn't initially planned I think we'd planned to create a theme at some point, but it wasn't ever going to be based on, on our on site. Ours. Yeah, it was going to be a lot more straightforward. So again, that's kind of been born from uh, the the surprising level to which members are not just consuming the content we produce, but they're looking at how we're walking the walk as well as talking the talk. So that actually gives us such a great opportunity as well. You know, because we get to to teach and to educate and inspire people on multiple levels, not just 
in creating courses, but in actually giving them a working, practical, ongoing case study that they get to view as a member as well. So um, yeah, and that's where podcast episodes like this that's where the live training session we're going to be doing for members next week's our next live training session no, or the week 12th after? of september 12th of september wow how's it september already um yeah so that's where the live training session we're doing in september for our members where we're going to be deep diving into um stuff that's worked stuff that hasn't and a more in-depth look of the past 12 months that's where all that stuff comes from because they get so much value just from you know learning from our experiences as well as benefiting from the content that resources we create as well Kelly what's been your highlight over the last year do you think with the academy Uh, I think it's definitely been getting to know our members and actually seeing them progress like having members go from not having any site up at the beginning to then having their first members and then that joy that they get when they get their first recurring payments and also members as well that have come in that have already had a membership site for years and they've taken what we've done to improve it that's I think that for me I love that we can help both people that have started with nothing and people that have actually got an established site already I really love just seeing what people do with the material. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, obviously you have faith and you have confidence in the in what you're doing and what you're providing and how you're helping people. But you know, there's because with memberships, again, it's come back to that thing, there's no one size fits all. There is no ten step plan to have the most amazing membership site in the world. So, you know, you're obviously always going to be assessing and questioning what you're doing to make sure it's the the best way of doing it so for me the biggest validator of what we're doing is those members who come in who already have a membership site that's doing well who are able to learn from us and take their site to the next level you know it's it is a lot easier and this isn't to downplay what we do it's a lot easier to take someone who's at square one blank slate nothing in place already and to guide them through the creation planning and the launching of a membership site because you're not dealing with any of the elements but for a site that's already up and running and already successful to be able to implement what you're teaching and become even more successful that for me is a big big testament i feel and it's a big um you know it makes us know that we're doing something right which is cool for me i think the highlight member meetups yeah, that's a good one. Member meetups. You've had more of them, maybe. I have, yeah. Well, I've had one more. We've had two. Is it two or have we had... No, it's two, isn't it? Two member meetups so far. One in San Diego when we were out there for Social Media Marketing World back in March or yeah. April, was April. it? April. April, uh, where we met up with, uh, I think it was like seven or eight of our members uh, in San Diego. We went out for dinner with them and had a good chat, had some drinks, had some laughs. And then when I was over in Chicago in July for podcast movement, again, just grabbing a deep dish pizza with a handful of our members and just letting them pick my brains. That one turned into a bit of a brain picking <laughs> session, which, uh, you know, it was quite, it was kind of a good, uh, a good job. We went to the pizza place because that kept me happy enough that I was just spilling my guts about anything and everything membership related. And uh, yeah, the pizza definitely helped on that front as well. So that's that's been my big highlight. I definitely want to do more of them in 2017. Yeah, and we're going to be as well. We're going to be because uh, I think the next stages of what we're doing in the academy is going to be introducing uh, most of that's that's going to enable us to work more directly with some of our members. Uh, we're going to be back in San Diego 
next March, is it? March. Next March, March 2017. And then we're going on to Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to end well. Um, so we're looking right now, we're planning some live events, some live masterminds and workshops when we're over there as well. Because we're going to be there for Social Media Marketing World. And we know that a lot of our audience um, go to that event as well or they live in the area. So we're going to be doing some live events there. Uh, we're going to be unveiling or starting up our uh, private mastermind uh, yeah. group as well, which uh, is going to be kicking off in uh, October. It's going to be open to Academy members first, so they get first dibs on a seat of the table for our private mastermind. Yeah, we're, we're only taking, I think, up to 12 people, yeah, so, so two, two groups of six, essentially. Yeah, yeah, so we're looking to have no more than two groups, and to have those groups have no more than six to eight people. So um, you know, our Academy members get first dibs on those because they're our guys and uh, then we'll be opening it up if there are, are any spots remaining to the general public we're very much looking forward to doing that that's going to be a big part of what we do for the future of the academy now that you know we are we have moved away from working with people one-on-one -on -one. this is our way of being able to directly uh, interact with and directly support and help uh, a smaller number of members there as well i'm really uh, excited about it i think it's, it's, it's going to be, be awesome good. but i think at kind of the heart of everything is the continuous development of the academy you know we're nowhere near even getting started with our plans for the academy yet we've got an awesome library of courses that obviously we're going to continue developing and evolving uh, we're probably at that point now where some of them are due a version two where you know we're going to go back and we're going to refine we're going to update some stuff and we've got plenty of new stuff to bring out as well the membership guys brand i feel is going from strength to strength we have had the great opportunity to be able to speak to a lot of very small cookies in the online marketing and the business world and we're continuing to do so as part of the podcast and you know as part of the training we offer inside the academy as well we've got so many new stuff we want to new things we want to do for the academy I really want to do these blueprints. Yeah, the blueprints are going to be awesome. Blueprints will be awesome. We're not going to say anything else about <laughs> it because, um, yeah, we don't want to let the cat out of the bag too early. Yeah, that, that's our next big yeah, evolution that's our, for the within academy. the academy, yeah. Yeah, membership, uh, the, the blueprints, they'll be very cool. You'll have to stay listening to the podcast. Or, of course, join the academy, man. Why, Why aren't you already there, there already? It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's is um, our little retrospective of the past 12 months for the Academy. We're looking forward to the next 12, 24, 48, 60 and beyond months of, uh, of helping membership site owners with the Academy, with our masterminds, through our blog, through our podcast. We massively appreciate each and every one of you who reads the blog, who listens to the podcast, who shares and interacts with us on social media, who is, of course, a member of our Facebook group at talkmemberships.com and our very special Member Site Academy members as well. We are so, 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 so appreciative for you guys, for all of your support and for allowing us to uh to uh, to experience what has been a fantastic 12 months and uh, we hope you'll carry on being a part of this journey Callie's just pulling a face because <laughs> I, i've kind of done the whole rounding up thing um and she's like what the hell have i got to say now yeah basically until the next time mike lets me on the podcast <laughs> yeah that's not happening again you've just you've just run roughshod over this show 
Be crazy. You guys haven't seen it, but she's throwing stuff around the room. She's graffitiing my show notes, everything. Ah, it's time to put you back in your cupboard, dear. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for downloading this episode of the Membership Guys podcast. I truly appreciate you spending a bit of time with us. Hopefully you've enjoyed this show. Hopefully you've picked up a few tidbits from our experiences and from what we've shared about the last year of running Member Side Academy. Of course, as always, if you've enjoyed the show, please do let us know on social media. Tweet me at Membership Guys or pop into our Facebook group at talkmemberships.com. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your favourite part. But please stop begging me to let Callie on the show more. It's been three times enough in the last year. I'm going to start my own podcast. You better not. (laughs) (laughs) Now, assuming Callie doesn't hijack uh, this show, I'll be back again very soon with another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. Bye, guys. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow as successful membership website so check it out at membersiteacademy.com